This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Can we recognize what the Torah tells us about the power of vision to go straight into your heart? Lift your eyes up high, as high as you can gaze, you will rise there, but unleash them to the stimuli of earthly life, and you will descend there. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. Hi, friends. This episode contains content that may be disturbing to some listeners. If you want, you can skip ahead to the minute 2.58. So, last year, my husband was working, as he does, on a full home renovation. He's the contractor. And in the driveway of the home was a dumpster that he rented for the duration of the reno, and his truck was parked directly beside it. And on a Monday morning, when he returned to work after the weekend, he discovered that a box of materials that he needed for the job had accidentally been tossed into this dumpster. So he'd been wearing gloves while he'd been working with some noxious chemicals, and he left them on, and he entered the back doors of the dumpster to look for the box. And there was this intensely horrible smell in there, he remembers. And as he began to kick aside the debris that he thought was maybe obscuring the box he was looking for, well, the smell was just getting worse. So he leaned down, and with his hands, he began searching around. When his hands closed on something that, once he saw it, made him recoil in horror. He had discovered the body of a small child, obviously deceased, and in stages of decomposition. So, of course, he immediately backed out of the dumpster, and he called the police, And what followed was exactly as you might expect. There were police and the coroner's office and tape around the property and a trip to the station with the owners of the house. And by the time he got home that night, he was in a state of shock. He could not stop seeing, having a vision of that sight. He couldn't stop smelling what he saw. He was shaken to his very core. So our rabbi told him, That finding the body was, while obviously horrific, perhaps the beginning of some closure for that poor, blessed child. And that, perhaps, he would now be able to help her soul rest in peace, to be buried respectfully, and for the police to discover what had happened. But, you see, my husband's suffering did not abate. And, frankly, this was not the first trauma his eyes had seen. In his youth... There'd been plenty, not ever resolved, and while different than this discovery of a child, there was actually some connection to his childhood traumas that raised themselves as well. So our niece, who's a therapist, suggested a therapy called EMDR. That stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. So the EMDR International Association describes it. I'm going to read it to you as follows. 
EMDR is a structured therapy that encourages the patient to briefly focus on the trauma memory while simultaneously experiencing bilateral stimulation. That's typically eye movements. And it's associated with a reduction in the vividness and emotion associated with the trauma memories. Eye movement desensitization reprocessing, or EMDR therapy, is extremely extensively researched. And it's an effective psychotherapy method that's proven to help people recover from trauma and PTSD symptoms. This breakthrough therapy is facilitated through the eyes. And as I learned and watched my husband navigate this process, I began to think about a very familiar Torah quote that hung proudly on the office wall of the late justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It said, Justice, justice, you shall pursue. Well, it informed her a passion for the law and the motivations of her heart, sure. And it was and it'll always be a benchmark, a bottom line for the pursuing of judgment, whether you're a lawyer or you're an individual dealing justly with your fellow human. You likely already know the part of it that's famous. But there is an important context in the full quote that is vital to understand. Let me read you the full quote. Judges and officers shall you appoint in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you throughout your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. You shall not pervert judgment. You shall not disrespect. You shall not take a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. And then, justice, justice shall you pursue that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord your God gives you. So one can assert that this biblical model has informed almost all legal systems and certainly inspired generations of activists and leaders. And while, like the great RBG, we mostly know that that statement, justice, justice, you shall pursue, I think personally that the words surrounding that phrase are equally or even more powerful and somewhat perplexing. I mean, what does it mean that a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise? What is a bribe precisely? And why is a bribe so powerful it can remove our capacity to see the truth? And mostly, why are eyes? Jewish wisdom is filled with warnings about what we look at. For example, in his article about prayer, Rabbi Daniel Travis says the following. Our sages relate the powers of the eyes. The body has 248 organs, and all of them are controlled by the eyes. All stumbling of man stems from the eyes. And this, man's physical inclinations cannot have power over that which his eyes did not see. And once the eyes have seen, the desire is never forgotten. That's the Talmud. And another Talmud says that the muscles of the eyes are connected to the heart. You know, the eyes are two of the most spiritual organs of the entire body, and they have a direct connection to the heart, which is the source of our prayers. So positioning our eyes in the correct way for the extent of our prayers will help ensure that our hearts are lifted up to our Creator. So some years ago, I read this glorious poem or, you know, meditation by Rabbi Svi Freeman, 
based on a particular midrash. I've explained what a midrash is before. It's that explanation between the lines, if you will, of the Torah. And it moved me so deeply. I want to start now by reading you that meditation. Treasure the gateways of your eyes, because they are the entrance to your soul. To deliberately grant any scenario clear passage through your eyes is to confirm upon it citizenship within your inner psyche and residence within your heart. Even if it entered coldly, void of any passion, once inside, it'll begin to smoke and then burst into flames. So lift your eyes up high, as high as you can gaze, you will rise there. But unleash them to the stimuli of earthly life, and you will descend there. Choose well the citizens of your psyche. Their voting privileges are for life. And I remember thinking, wow, Rabbi Freeman is so correct. To deliberately grant any scenario clear passage through your eyes is to confirm upon its citizenship within your psyche and resonance in your heart. Yes, even if it enters coldly, even if you're not excited about it, even if it's not something you're staring at because you're into it, once it's inside you, it's going to burst into flames. It's going to have a life of itself. If to deliberately gaze upon a scenario causes this, then it would also be true that what we passively notice also takes residence. And that which we cannot bear to see or that which we should not see causes an impact on us, and it can come to be the default position of our psyches. So how fitting is it that the remedy for the traumas and citizens of our psyches that came to live there as a result of things we've seen can be re-regulated through the very portal that they entered, EMDR. So, there has as yet been no justice for that little girl whose life was brutally taken. And there's been no progress on the case either. And it remains a gruesome mystery. But I understand that the police are continuing to pursue it and pursue it. And thanks to that EMDR model, my husband and our family are able to cope once again. This week, can we guard our eyes and consciously choose what we allow to enter them? Can we remind ourselves that even that which enters passively can smolder and burst into flames without any assistance from us? Can we recognize what the Torah tells us about the power of vision to go straight into your heart? And let us guard our hearts as well. You see, life serves up plenty of unexpected and unwelcome sights. We can be more careful with what we consciously choose to see. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. 
This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.